0: Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of Keep It Simple Digital Marketing Advice. I'm your host, Michael Mack. Thanks to everybody who wrote in by email to getmemichaelmack at gmail.com with your comments and feedback regarding last week's show. I really appreciate and value your feedback and letting me know that you really enjoyed the episode. In case you missed it, last week we talked about commenting the public relations of social media, how, when and under what circumstances you should comment and respond to posts on social media as a way of growing your following, uh, increasing your brand, and making yourself seem more humanizing in uh, social media. This week we're going to switch gears a little bit and talk about something different but equally as important which is the frequency which you should post. You'll find After listening to this podcast, the different social media platforms move at different speeds. Some are kind of like walking, some are jogging, and some are just a full-on sprint that you really want to be able to keep up with your audience without outrunning them. So stay tuned. I'll walk you through it step-by-step in an easy-to-understand format that you can use to hopefully better your marketing initiatives for your small business And as always, if you have any questions, comments, feedback, or need help with your social media marketing, please contact me at at getmemichaelmack.gmail.com or on my website, getmemichaelmack.com. Okay, enough of that. Let's get started with the episode. There are a number of social media platforms that you can post and interact with on a regular basis. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, LinkedIn, Tumblr, Behance, Dribbble, and probably a number more that I can't even think of or know of. So having said that, that doesn't mean that you need or should be on all of these social media platforms or that you need to post to all of these social media platforms in order to be relevant and to reach your target audience. I am on, I think, seven social media platforms currently, but that's because I'm a social media marketing strategist, consultant, and designer. So it is incumbent upon me to be on as many platforms as I can be so that way I can relay that information as to what's out there, what's working, and what would be best fit for my clients. Now, if you are not on social media, you know, by and large, and you can only pick a few select channels that you want to post to, I'm going to give you a couple of suggestions of some channels that you really should look at. You may be on there already or something you might want to consider in the future If you want to broaden your horizons. Let's talk first about the primary social media platform. And I mean primary in like the air quotes sense. That Facebook really is still the giant of social media. It has millions and millions of users around the world and across the United States. uh, From the very, very young to the very, very old. And... It enjoys a mammoth share of the social media bandwidth that most people interact with on a daily basis. Facebook has recently come under fire for some controversies in the past few months regarding Cambridge Analytica and some other questions of privacy and whatnot. And so some people have dropped off the platform for those reasons, privacy concerns, but rest assured a lot of people still use facebook every single day and spend a considerable amount of time on the platform to get their news information entertainment stay in touch with friends comment share post, like etc all the things that you'd expect to do on facebook having said that if you could only pick one social media platform to choose And I know I've said this before, I'm repeating myself, but again, if you can only pick one, I think you might want to start with Facebook. It is still highly relevant at this time and is a good bet that you will reach your audience through that platform. Now, I know I've said this before too, that you need to have a Facebook business page, which is separate than your personal page. It will act differently and give you different key insights. So having said that, let's assume that you do have a Facebook business page and you are posting to that business page at a certain frequency. Now, in this case, frequency means how often do you post to your Facebook business page and what are you posting to your page? Um, The rule of thumb for Facebook is you probably want to be posting to your Facebook business page two to three times a week. Now to some that may sound like that is really a low frequency and but I'm willing to bet that for most that seems like a really high frequency. I really would think on average that most people do not post their Facebook business page two or three times a week. I'm guessing maybe you know once every couple months is the norm from what I've seen uh, in the industry and from my clients. So why should you be posting on Facebook two or three times a week? Well, the primary reason for that really is just plain and simply that you need to have a certain frequency or a baseline frequency of touches to your audience to let them know that you're out here, you are relevant to their lives, and that your product or service is something that they really should keep some type top of mind awareness for so in advertising we know that it the frequency of which people see the ads produced the more likely they are to commit to that brand advertising through its frequency the more often you see ads for coca-cola the more likely you are to pick up coke when you're at the store that's just the way it works the same principles also work in social media advertising on Facebook. So the more often that you're posting content which is relevant to your audience uh, a couple times a week, then the more likely it is that they will keep you somewhere in the back of their headspace for when I need future help, I'm going to go with you and not your competitor. Frequency has everything to do with the day and time that you are posting your content. So for example. Let's say that you have a business that is a breakfast, brunch and lunch and your hours of operation are Monday through Friday, 7am to 1pm, something like that. It wouldn't make sense that you'd be posting material for your business at 6 or 7 or 8 o'clock at night necessarily because that's not the time that people are thinking about breakfast or brunch or lunch. You probably would want to be posting uh, at 5, 6, 7, 8 o'clock in the morning or even all the way up into the late morning because that is the time when people are thinking about breakfast or brunch or lunch, either today or a future date. Conversely, let's say that you're a home security company and your product or service is installing alarms and motion sensors and the like into homes, residents, and commercial property. What is the time of day or night that most people are most concerned about home security? Now, you could make an argument that during the day when they're not at home is when they're most concerned about home security. That's a good bet. You could be posting around lunchtime when somebody's on their lunch break and say, uh, you're away from home right now. Have you thought about installing a home security system to keep you safe when you're not at home? An alternative. Or in addition to that, you may also want to consider posting at midnight or 1am or 2am because that's when things go bump in the night and things get kind of scary and people may be thinking about home security because it's something, they heard something outside that spooked them and now they're interested in providing themselves some home security. So you may have a bipolar posting pattern where you post at lunch, potentially when they are taking a break to see the content. And he may post again very, very late at night to uh, assure them that if they were looking for home security at a time when they feel the most vulnerable, that your content would be there. That just makes good sense. If you're looking at posting by the numbers, so to speak, the data would support that the peak times to post for social media are typically the times when people have casual leisure time to look at social media and this is going to sound kind of obvious and you may even think of yourself whenever you're on social media most often you probably follow along these same lines assuming that you work a nine to five monday to friday job now many people don't work monday to friday jobs some people work second third shift some people work overnight some people are on social media all the time some people are very rarely on social media etc but we're going to go with the norm and say that the most people that you're trying to reach are going to be likely people who are going to follow these times. So the best time to post to social media, according to the data, is in the morning between 7 and 8 a.m., in the afternoon between, say, 11.30 a.m. and 1.30 p.m., and then in the mid-evening between 7 p.m. and 9 p.m., so again, that's early morning before they go to work, around the lunch hour, and then at home after they've had dinner, maybe put the kids to bed, and now have a couple of hours to watch TV and get on social media before they go to bed. That's kind of a frequency that you can, you can meet and feel pretty good about. Now, does that mean, that, again, that you need to be posting three times a day, every day, seven days a week? No, it does not. But these are the peak times that you can post. And feel most confident that you're going to catch people online at a time when they are concentrating on social media and looking for content that to entertain, to inform, to inspire, etc. So, that's by the numbers. Um, Also, those times are Monday through Friday. So, probably the worst day to post on social media would be Saturday and Sunday during the daytime. So Saturday past mid-morning and Sunday until early evening. I'm going to try to stipulate that again. So the worst times to post for social media are typically on Saturdays and Sundays because those are the times when most people are busy with activities. All the things that you didn't get a chance to do during the week, like going to the pharmacy, going to the grocery store, soccer games, you name it, getting your haircut, everything that you have to do typically gets done on Saturday during the day, and then on Sunday, a lot of people uh, go to church or have, have religious services that keep them occupied or have family dinners and things like that. So again, Sundays are not a terrific time to post on social media only because for most people, that is when they're occupied with other things that are less transitory in life and take a lot more concentration and effort the important things in life, you might say. We spoke a little bit about the frequency of posting on Facebook, and you can see that Facebook really is a casual posting model for the most part. Unless you're using paid advertising on Facebook, if you're just posting organically, typically, and again, there are no hard or fast rules here, but typically, if you post a couple times a week, that's good enough to make sure that you have a constant presence on Facebook for your consumer base. They know that you're out there and that um, you're staying in that back of mind awareness for when they need your product or service. The next model we're going to look at is Instagram. Now, if you're not familiar with Instagram at this point, I hope, and I really hope that you very quickly bring yourself up to speed on Instagram Because it is such a growing and largely becoming more important social media network for people of all ages. Instagram probably has the best representation of people of all ages right now of all the social media platforms. That includes people that are 18 years old all the way up to senior citizens. Maybe not so many seniors, but you get the point. Now, Instagram is popular in part in a way that Facebook isn't because it is strictly visual-based, meaning that the intent of the platform initially was that you would send an Instagram or a picture on your phone to a friend or to a network. So when Instagram first started, I remember my stepson was in high school, and he got the Instagram app and started sending pictures of his guitar to his friends or posting what he had for lunch or him and his buddies at the arcade or whatever it was. And I thought this is such a ridiculous app. It's just for young people to take little snapshots of themselves, like little Polaroids like we did in the day, and just sharing them amongst themselves. And it's cute, and it's fleeting, and it'll probably be out of favor in a short time. Well, boy, was I wrong. So shortly after that, it became quite apparent in digital marketing circles that Instagram was much more of a powerful and full-bodied platform. It wasn't just for kids. It was for business. Today, Instagram has thousands of businesses that are active on the platform every day, multiple times a day, all over the world. It is a very popular, very powerful platform. And it's in part because, again, it is visually based, meaning it is just pictures. Sometimes it can be pictures with words. Sometimes it can just be a photo. But the point is that on Instagram, you can share content with anybody all over the world uh, in a very fast and easy way and raise attention about your brand or product. I'll give you an example. Let's say that you have a hotel in a sunny beach area of the country. Let's say that you have a hotel in Florida that is somewhere on or near the beach. And you want to advertise during tourist season for people to come and stay at your hotel when they vacation at that beach. I'm making things up as I go along. So let's say that's the case. And let's say that you don't have much of a budget to market your hotel. And you really want people to see the amenities that you have and see how nice the lobby is and how clean the rooms are. And what a great view of the beach you have from one of your rooms, etc. Well, with this, Instagram would be a perfect model for you because you could once a day at least take a picture on your smartphone of something in or around your hotel. Take a picture of the lobby, take a picture of one of the rooms, the uh, facade of the buildings, show people what it looks like from the street, um, show people at the hotel having a good time with their family, you name it, the sky's the limit. Uh, somebody ordering room service, if you offer that. And by doing that, you're going to start to build a persona or a um following for your hotel where people say, "Hey, I saw pictures of that hotel on Instagram. It looks like a really nice place. I should go check it out and see if they have uh, reasonable rates and availability for when we're going to be in town. super easy. same thing goes for restaurants and bars if you have a restaurant or a bar." or something in the hospitality field and you're not on, on Instagram then you're really missing out because Instagram is great for hospitality advertising. Instagram is also great for products. You can take a picture of your product if it is, has a package or if it comes in a, a cream or in a liquid form or in a compound or whatever the case may be. If it's an ingredient you can take pictures of that. You can show people using your product in different instances uh, different times of day different races and genders etc i heard about one company i didn't work with them directly but i knew somebody that did that had a product that was a coffee mug that wouldn't spill coffee like no matter what you did the coffee mug would not spill it would stay upright somehow it was kind of like magic well they did the field testing by taking their coffee mug to different locations applying it to a surface and then seeing, or demonstrating, I should say, that it didn't ever topple. Great, just consumer marketing, really got some buzz for their product and really showed it that you could imagine yourself being at the beach with coffee, which would be kind of weird, but you could, or being in the office or being in the bleachers or being wherever you go and not having to worry about spilling your drink in the car. Uh, great viral marketing for that product and uh, really worked out well. So Instagram really can work out great for uh, viral, organic, digital marketing, which means not paid. Um, But you definitely want to think about the frequency that you post on Instagram. Now the times of day apply to Instagram just like they do to Facebook. So the peak times would be uh, early in the morning before you go to work, lunchtime, and then mid evening. Those are the best times to reach people on Instagram. That's when the most number of people are going to be online. Be cognizant of if somebody's in a different time zone than you are. I'm on the East Coast, so I'm in New Jersey, and I have to be cognizant if I'm trying to reach consumers out in California, that they would be several hours behind in time. So my 8 p.m. would not be their 8 p.m., and you had to time shift to allow for that. But that's a, a separate story. So try Instagram for your digital marketing. Try posting at the peak times and see if you have some success. If you do have success, let me know. I would love to share in your success. You can email me at getmemichaelmack at gmail.com, as you know, or you can follow me on Instagram at getmemichaelmack. We're going to talk next about frequency on Twitter. And Twitter is a different animal in that if Facebook is walking and Instagram is kind of light jogging, then Twitter is a full-on run. It is a dead sprint all the time on Twitter because tweets are so very fleeting. They are so fleeting uh, that you really cannot almost post too much on Twitter um, with too much frequency as long as the content is very good. So like everything else, everything matters, including the content. Don't just tweet things inanely. Uh, It will not work. Do not just talk about yourself on Twitter. It will not work uh but the frequency of twitter wants to be a good solid frequency. So if you wanted to be on twitter and say what would be a good frequency for me to tweet, I would suggest that a good measure might be try tweeting no less than twice a day 7 days a week. Post maybe once in the morning and once in the evening. Uh try posting two in the evening. Try posting two in the morning, do one at lunch, do one at dinner, et cetera. Try to mix it up a little bit. But make sure you're on there at least twice a day. And when you're on there, don't just hop on Twitter, tweet your tweet, and then leave. That's like coming to the party, looking at the punch, and then leaving the party, right? That's not going to work. You're not even to drink the punch. You just looked at it. So Twitter is really kind of a place to hang out and also comment on other people's tweets and also sharing tweets, retweeting as it's called, You can listen to my last podcast about how to do that effectively. Um, But really, spend a little time. You, You almost can't overdo it on Twitter. You absolutely can't overdo it. But, you know, if you're on there twice a day and you are sharing relevant content, either by articles that you found online that you're sharing or you found something in your Twitter feed that you're going to retweet and share or comment on, that's a pretty good frequency. Now, I tweet up to 14 times a day. Now that sounds excessive and manic, except once again, remember that I'm a social media consultant and pro. And so my job is to be on Twitter all of the time. So I am tweeting constantly, uh, sharing information, sharing relevant news, sharing, um, things about myself that I think might be of interest to my clients, sharing this podcast, et cetera. So you don't have to be like me. You don't have to tweet 11 to 14 times a day to be relevant. Try twice a day, see how it goes. If you like the platform, then stay on a little longer. Post a little bit more. Retweet a little bit more. If you don't like Twitter, that's okay. It's not for everyone. Then just go ahead and try to keep a steady diet on the platform just so you have a presence, but don't overdo it. Uh, and don't be worried about it. There's nothing. There's no right or wrong answer to that. The worst thing you could do is not be on Twitter at all or have a Twitter account and let it lay dormant. It does you no good. The last platform we're going to discuss formally is Pinterest, P I N T E R E S T. If you're on Pinterest, then I'm not really going to tell you anything that you don't probably already know. But if you're not on Pinterest, you might want to check it out. It is an extremely popular platform of social media, not just for crafting and for sharing, you know, pictures of puppies and kittens. There is a lot of really great data. And information on Pinterest for whatever your field of interest is it really doesn't matter you can be on Pinterest and share information with others uh, that would be of interest and, and common interest to you also Pinterest is a great place to find things worth sharing on other social media platforms if you want to f- share something on Facebook or Twitter particularly not so much on Instagram but on Facebook and Twitter if you're looking for things to share and you're saying, gosh, I really want to share something, I'd really like to post something that is relevant to my product or service, but I don't know what it'd be, check out Pinterest. Chances are, if you search on Pinterest for your field, there's something out there that is relevant, interesting, and useful that you can share with others. Now, sharing on Pinterest and posting on Pinterest doesn't really follow any particular norm. Having said that, It's like every other social media in that it needs to be fed. You have to feed the social media on a constant basis or it doesn't work. If you don't give it enough frequency, if you don't give it enough attention, it will languish and it will lose steam. So the worst thing you can do is to not post enough or consistently. Having said that, if you're on Pinterest, say, two times a week, three times a week at most for just a few minutes, and you save some pins to your boards, or you upload some art or graphics that you have made or photography that you have made for your product or service, or you share something from Twitter or on Pinterest, which you can do, then it's enough, right? You don't have to go crazy on Pinterest to make it worth your while to grow your following on Pinterest. And it'll be a way for you to connect with other people in your field that might be interested in your product or service. It may be of interest to people who would need your product or service in the future. Pinterest would probably be my least favorite for digital marketing because it is kind of peculiar in that way. It isn't really thought of as a marketing tool as much as the other platforms, but it would work great for some people. If you are super crafty, if you make crafty things, if you make artistic things, if you make things that are relevant to children or parents uh, or families or churches, you know, Pinterest is great. So definitely check it out. It may be right for you. And again, you can always follow me on Pinterest at GetMeMichaelMac and see the stuff that I'm sharing again. And I'll even tell you myself, I'm only on Pinterest maybe two or three times a week. So I'm following my own course of action on that one. I'm not on there any more than that. And it does what I need it to do. But again, you can be on Pinterest every day if you kind of get the knack. So check it out. Let me know what you think. Frequency in life is all about being at the right place at the right time. And making sure that you are at the right place at the right time to maximize the opportunity to do what you need to do to fulfill your goals and to make progress frequency of posting on social media is similar in that you can post on social media as often as you like but if it's not at the right time and it's not in the right place you're not going to reach the right audience or any audience at all frequency has everything to do with the amount of frequency that you give it you can post too little and not be relevant enough or you could certainly post way too much and then be tuned off because you're being overkill with your message and statement so again you want to make sure that you have a good steady diet of frequent posting relevant posting insightful posting and useful posting without being overkill that's a lot harder than it sounds you're probably going to experiment you will probably make some mistakes you will probably over post or under post you will probably get it wrong but the best thing you can do is don't stop keep trying because it will pay off you will gain followers and eventually your social media channels will work for you but you have to give it time you can't just say I tried that for a week and it didn't work Part of the frequency is understanding the amount of time it takes to put into that frequency, so to speak, to give it time to correct itself and to let it hit its stride. you got to crawl before you can walk. you got to walk before you can run. Okay, that's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you found this useful and interesting. I know that you will contact me by email at getmemichaelmack at gmail.com or on Twitter at Get Me Michael Mac on Facebook, Pinterest, Tumblr, or Instagram at Get me Michael Mac. I love hearing from you. Please let me know what's working for you and your successes so I can share in the successes with you. Come back next week. We'll talk about another topic that will be of interest and use to you and I wish you good marketing in the interim. See you next time.